Welcome. You're listening to Pacific Bible Church Podcast, hosted by Pastor Vern Frank. But we are in part four of this series, and we've been talking about getting God's purpose done for our lives. And purpose means the object toward which one strives or for which something exists, an aim or a goal. See, why do you exist on this earth? That's important to figure out. What are you striving for? That's really important to figure out, right? What's your real aim, your real goal? Well, uh, we don't want to set our goal and go after that. We want to find out God's goal. I could have got any man of that. <laughs> goals, you know, people like to set goals. Goals are good, but, but if they're not God's goals, they're not good. Right? I, could, I could say, and a lot of people do it, right? The world does it all the time. Well, I'm going to, my goal in life is to get married, have a great family, get a career job and make $250,000 a year, send all my kids to college and retire nicely and maybe maybe live in the Bahamas. Well, those are goals. But are they God's goals for your life? You got to find that out. Amen. <laughs> you got to find out what God's purpose is for you being here. You're here on earth, aren't you? Are you here? You gone home eating ham. I had to say it, Judith. <laughs> You're here on earth. So come on, we all need to find out why we're here. What is God's purpose for us on this earth? We need to know his purpose. He created us for a reason. What does he want us to do? Are we actually going toward the right finish line? Are we aiming at the right goals? Come on, you don't want to aim at the wrong goal if you're playing soccer. That's very bad. It happens in little kid soccer, right? You see it. The little kid just takes the ball down and hits it in the wrong goal. And everybody goes, ah, they laugh because it's little kids, you know, it's little kids. Well, we don't want to get to hit the ball in the wrong goal and think uh, uh, we're, we're, we're actually going to the right goal when we're going to the wrong goal. And that's what the kids do, right? They actually think they're going to the right goal. They take that ball down there, doo, 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 boom, and they're so happy and they're cheering and everybody's, eh, it's the wrong goal. Well, that's not good, especially when it comes to our life. So we want to get to the right goal. So we've been looking at that, how to get there. We've covered a lot of ground already, but we want to find out our function, our intention, God's intention for us on this earth. And when we find that out, what do we, what's supposed to happen? Give him the prize, get out the prize. That's, he gets the prize. We do it. We do it. We do our, 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 our purpose, right? We do our purpose. We do what God wants us to do. And it didn't matter what our goals were before that. Our goals, our goals now go in the trash can. When we find out what God wants, like I told you, I, I thought about computer science. I thought about being a veterinarian when I was yay high. I, was, I you know, always liked animals. So I thought, well, veterinarian, kind of cool. And then I was thinking about computer science. 
But when I got saved, I found out that God had called me into ministry in my heart. And so all my goals went in the trash can. Amen. That's right. <laughs> and I said, OK, I, 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 I'm just going to do whatever you want me to do. And as Carmen and I say, and you don't, if you know the song, Stephen Curtis Chapman, this is the great adventure. You know it? I, I Who knows great adventure? Come on, come on, come on, come on. Stephen Curtis Chapman, lick him up. You got to love Stephen Curtis Chapman. Come on. I sang, I, sang, I sang one of his love songs to Karna at our wedding. I, I will be here. Oh, it's good. It's good. I will, it's too high. I will be here. I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. You got to find me the right key. But he's got some really, really good songs. And one of them being the great adventure. And I say that because when we set out on God's great adventure, Karen and I, I well, when first we got married, I said, now you have to be willing to do whatever he wants. Otherwise, this ain't going to work. And she agreed to that. And so we say it all the time, we are on a great adventure because we have been through some stuff and we have seen some stuff. And that's why I got so many stories. But, oh, I'm telling you, it's the greatest adventure there is. Amen. Serving the Lord, finding out your purpose, going after it with all your might. And then when the, when the bumps come, come on, you go over the speed bumps with God. You go, over, you go over the speed bumps with God's help, God's strength, God's might, God's word. This is the great adventure. Yeah. We are on a great adventure. Amen. And when you find his function, ye, 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 ye. oh boy, we're already preaching. When you find his function for your life, you set your face and you go. Hello? There's no looking back. That was a good place for an amen. amen. <laughs> There's no looking back. You go. Remember the guy, remember the guy, Jesus called him to follow him and he said, well, let me go bury my dad first and then I'll go follow you. He said, you missed it. Bury's dad. You set your face and go. Go. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Isaiah 119. I think we looked at this last week. Oh, not last week, two weeks ago now. Yeah. We had the ice, ice storm. Isaiah 119. If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. But if you refuse and rebel, you shall be devoured by the sword for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Isn't that good? When, when we do what God wants, we're willing and obedient. You set your face and you go. You eat the good of the land. <laughs> you eat the good of the land. Come on. You get the blessing. God's blessing. And like we said, the good of the land is available to everyone. Everyone can have the good of the land if they'll be willing and obedient. Willing and obedient. You got you to do both. Willing and obedient. See, 
God, 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 wants to, God wants to drop good on everybody, but you got to do the willing part and the obedient part. That's right. And people blame God for the bad, but it's not his fault. It's because we didn't do what he said. <laughs> so like we said, the only qualification for the good of the land is being willing and obedient. And of course, God's word is the primary place we find the purposes of God for us. Right? You, you got to know his word. God's word is God's will. You find out what he said, you're finding out his will, what he Wants. Now there is, of course, your personal, the personal plan of God for your life, where he's going to direct you. I, he, going to a walko to pastor is not in the Bible. It's not there. That is a personal will plan of God for me. But the primary way we find the purposes of God are right here in the Bible. The B-I-B-L-E, that's a book for me basic instructions before leaving earth. <laughs> and, you know, I've seen over the years, most people are very ignorant of the word of God. Yeah. And so what happens? People are deceived and tricked all the time. All the time. Come on now. Why? Because they don't know the word. They don't know the word well at all. And if we do know the word well, what happens? We, 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 we are in safety. We keep in under the shadow of the Almighty. We stay in the safe ground. We stay on the right path. We stay in the light. And if we're in the light, we're good. We're in the good spot. Come on. Why? Because we know his word. And it doesn't matter who comes along. We know his word. Amen. <laughs> Once we find out what God's purpose is, we don't let anybody steal it from us. Come on. People will try and steal it from you all the time. They will try and steal it from you. Absolutely. But you can't let them steal it from you. You can't let them, you can't let them take it from you. you. You just shut your ears. Hello? To their lies. Why? Because you know what God said. And so you stick with what he said. You stick with the word. You stick with the logos. You stand on the word. You stay stuck on the word. Amen. <laughs> and you trust, trust. Come on. You trust in God with all your heart. Amen. Which is what we're looking at tonight. That's good. Complete trust. Complete trust. I tell you what, you, you want to find the purpose of God for your life, you're going to have to have complete trust. Complete trust. Come on. Let's look at someone who did not trust God completely. <laughs> Matthew 19, 16. The rich young ruler. Matthew 19, 16. Now behold, one came and said to him, good teacher. What good thing shall I do that I may have eternal life? So he said to him, why do you call me good? I like that. No one is good but one, that is God. But if you want to enter into life, keep the commandments. He said to him, which ones? Jesus said, you shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness. 
Honor your father and your mother, and you shall love your neighbor as yourself. The young man said to him, All these things I have kept from my youth, what do I still lack? And Jesus said to him, If you want to be perfect, that's a big statement right there, go sell what you have and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven, and come follow me. But when the young man heard that saying, he went away sorrowful, sorrowful, for he had great possessions. Right? What do we just say? You, you, you got to go after it with all your heart. You got to have complete trust. You got to set your face and go. Yeah. That's what he should have done. Amen. And Jesus had said, if you want to be perfect, right? <laughs> well, he heard what God wanted. He found out the purpose of God for his life. Come on right from the mouth of Jesus, yet he did not do it. He did not do it. He would not do the purposes of God for his life, so he missed out on the blessing. And as I've said before, I, I don't know, but I, he probably didn't even make eternity in heaven. Yeah. Why? Because the treasures had his heart. Hello? Yeah. We know he's got to be number one. And Jesus was trying to get into his heart, right? Trying to get this man to open up his heart to make him number one. Come on. He had treasure as number one. Hello? You got to love the Lord God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Amen. Treasure was number one, not God. And so Jesus, as he always did, right? Some of the, a lot of, a lot of stories we read in the, in, the, in the gospels, some people don't understand. Sometimes they say, well, I don't get it. Well, you, one way that I always think about a lot of the things in the, in, the, in the gospels is Jesus went right into the heart. You got to think about it. Oh, he went right into their heart. Come on now. He, he opens up the one area that this guy needs to correct yeah. to find the purpose of God for his life. Hello? He opens up the area in his heart. He opens it up for the guy to see it and the guy rejected it. Sad. Very sad. I've even said, I've even said, you know, it's possible, it's very possible that if he had followed after Jesus wholeheartedly, he could have been the one to replace Judas who betrayed Jesus. And they said, well, we need someone to replace Judas. <laughs> he could have been the guy sitting there going, hey, how you doing? Here I am. I've been following Jesus wholeheartedly since he called me. And they would know that. They were there. And if they had seen him do this, that Jesus said to do, they would have said, ooh, this guy is serious. They knew, they, they knew these people. And he saw, they saw all the treasure that he had. And if he had actually sold it and come back to follow Jesus, they would have said, this guy, is, this guy is serious. And then when Judas betrayed Jesus, he probably would have been ready to go. Picked. Hallelujah. But he missed out on big time. Big blessing. I said he missed out big time. Why? Simply because he wouldn't follow what Jesus said, what God said the purpose of God for his life. If he had trusted the words of God from the mouth of Jesus, if he had trusted, what are we talking about? Complete trust. If he had complete trust in the words of Jesus, he would have done it. 
he would have done it. Come on. Real faith takes action. This is where you separate the fakies from the realies. Right here. Come on. This man did not have faith. He did not have complete trust in the Lord. He would not go all in. For God's goal for his life. We're talking about God's purpose, right? God's goals for our life. So what, what do we learn? What, if we dig in here, we dig in because Jesus dug into his heart. We realize he really didn't want the purpose of God for his life. Did he say he did? And Jesus said, if you want to be perfect, if you, if you really, I can just say, I can, I can see that if you really, if you really want to be perfect, do this. Sell what you have, give the poor, come follow me. You see, he found out he was a pretender. Many pretenders out there, they just pretend to be sold out, but they're not. Hello? No. Every Christian needs to go all in for God's purpose. Amen. Right? We do not want to be found on the fringe of God's purpose. That's what this guy is. He's on the fringe. Well, I did this, I did that, and I did that, and I did that. Well, do this. No. That keeps you on the fringe. You're on the fringe. No, I want to be found right in the middle of God's purpose for me. Right, right, in, the, right in the middle. You got, a, you got a circle, right? And you, man, you are right in the middle. And when God looks down, he says, boy, he's right in the middle of my purpose for us. He's right, oh man, he is, ooh, come on. He's doing good, he's right in the middle. Come on. Perfect strike right in the middle, right? Target practice, boom, bullseye. That's what I want, that's what you want, amen? Yeah, that's right. Perfect bullseye right in the middle of the target. We hit it. Perfectly. What did Jesus say? You want to, you really want to be perfect? Perfect. Perfect. Bullseye. Boom. Bullseye. You hit it. Perfect. Archery. Right in the middle, right? You seen the archery? It's amazing how they hit those right in the middle. You're like, how do you do that? Mine would go. Right in the middle. That's what we want. We want to hit God's purpose right in the middle. That is the perfect that Jesus is talking about. That's perfection. I want perfection. And Jesus said it, be perfect as your father in heaven is perfect. Come on. We talked about this morning that you would be complete and perfect and lacking nothing through faith and patience. Mm. Come on. I tell you what, we, we got we to get serious, saints. Amen. If we really want to get in the middle of what God wants, we, we got to be serious. This guy acted serious, but he was not. Hello? I have a lot of people act serious around me about the things God found out, oh, they're not really serious. 
<laughs> Hello? They're not really serious. They act serious, but they're not. Well, that's what this guy did. But see, we got to truly, truly, I mean, I mean, truly in our hearts, we want his purpose for our lives. I mean, we truly want it. And that is a heart issue. And no one can judge that but God. Come on. Now, we can judge it when it comes out and it shows on the outside as this guy. It showed. Jesus says, what do you do? Ooh. Nope, not going to do that. It showed. He's, he's not serious. Come on now. But people can sit in churches for years, but are they really absolutely after the purpose of God? Come on now. Are they truly, truly, come on, they, they, from their heart, from their deepest inner man, they say, I want God's purpose for me. I tell you, if you do that from your heart, he is going to answer as he did right there for the rich young ruler. And then you got to do. Otherwise, you are just a pretender like that guy. Come on now. If you truly, truly want it, what you got to have, you got to have humility. I mean, you have to humble yourself before God, get on your face, get, put your face in the carpet and say, Father, I, re I truly, truly, from your heart, amen, from your heart, I truly, truly want what you want for me. And I went, I, I, I'm willing to do anything for you. I'm willing to go anywhere for you. I'm willing to do what you want. I am giving you everything. Amen. And that's what God calls every Christian too. That's right. Every Christian is called to give him everything. Amen. Come on. You got to ask, seek and knock over and over again. Amen. Amen. You, you go to him again and you make sure. Amen. <laughs> you make sure. Father, am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? Hello? You're asking, you're seeking, you're knocking. And you, when he says what he wants you to do, you agree. And he'll, 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 well, he'll do just what he did there. It's not going to be any different. He's going to light up the place that you need to change in. Well, that's good. He's going to light it up like he did for the rich young ruler. He's going to say, this is what I need you to do. It's at that point he finds out if you're serious. He's going to light it up if you're serious. If you truly go to him with your heart, he's going to light it up. And then what do you do? You do what he said. Hello. You see, we actually have to have every intention of doing it. In our heart. Our heart should want to do whatever God wants. Come on. Our God knows our heart, doesn't he? He knows. He knows if we're really, really after his purpose. He knows the deepest groaning of our heart. He knows exactly what makes us tick. We can't fool God. Hello? 
No one's going to fool God. So, so what we need is, is humility from our hearts to cry out and get the plan of God. Amen. Get the purpose of God for our lives from our innermost being. And then, of course, we do it. This guy wouldn't do it. Well, we, sh we see from that he did not, he did not completely trust God. Well, he had a lot of good actions. He, he, he said, I'd, I'd done all those, right? I'd done all those commands since I was a youth. I have been really, really, really good. <laughs> but his heart was not all his. His heart did not belong to God completely. And so God always, come on, always wants our complete trust. Our com all of us. He wants our whole being his to be his. Hallelujah. Now, let's look at someone who did, did completely trust God. You might know I'm going to Abraham, right? <laughs> Genesis 22. Genesis 22, verse 9, talking about Abraham sacrificing Isaac. And Abraham trusted, trusted God completely. Completely. So he went to do what God said to sacrifice Isaac. So verse 9, Genesis 22, then they came to the place of, of which God had told him. And Abraham built an altar there and placed the wood in order. And he bound Isaac, his son, and laid him on the altar upon the wood. And Abraham stretched out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. So he said, here I am. And he said, do not lay your hand on the lad or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God. Since you have not withheld your son, your only son from me. Right? That's, of course, that's a type and shadow of Jesus, right? God didn't withhold his son from us. He loves us very much. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Abraham was willing to sacrifice his only son. Well, what do we learn from that? He had complete trust. Amen. Yeah. You don't, you don't, you don't go do that type of thing. You don't go sacrifice your son on the altar with a knife. Hello. Unless you got complete trust in him. Come on. First of all, of course, he knew God had said it. Amen. You better make sure you know God said it. And when you know God said it, you have complete trust in it. Complete. Full, trust, absolute, completely. <laughs> Come on. This, this is real faith in action right here. This is real. You know, faith is trust. Trust is faith. They go together. He, he had waited, of course, 25 years for Isaac. And now he has Isaac. And he knows he's called to be the father of many nations. And now he's got to go sacrifice Isaac. 
Mind blown. And we re remember, we read this not too long ago, and it says in, I believe in Hebrews, it says Abraham assumed God could raise him from the dead. If he had to. So what was he going to do? He was going to have complete trust. Amen. God, sacrifice your son. Oh man, that, that, that's complete trust. I mean, the rich young ruler wouldn't even sell some possessions. This, this guy, Abraham, was, was going to sacrifice his son on the altar with a knife. Woo! That is serious trust. That's complete trust. <laughs> and Abraham set out to do the purpose of God. Come on. Abraham was not the pretender that we just read about. See, we're seeing polar opposites. The guy who said, yeah, I've done all that, I've done that, but oh, I'm not going to do that. Pretender. Abraham was not a pretender. And anything Abraham said, or God said to Abraham, come on, complete trust. Now, Abraham had been learning about how to trust God for a while, right? When he was told to leave his country. He knew, he knew the purpose of God for his life was to get out of his country. And so right there, he had learned something about trusting God completely. Now you can grow in this a lot throughout your life, right? We, we can grow in this a lot as we completely trust and then God shows up. We learned something right there. <laughs> we went to Iowa completely trusting the Lord and God showed up. That's the only reason I'm here. Yeah. Come on. Because we completely trusted the Lord. <sighs> oh man. See, the blessing doesn't show up if we don't completely trust him. Amen. No. If Abraham doesn't leave his home country, we are not talking about him right now. The only reason we're talking about Abraham is because he completely trusted God. Completely. 100% trusted the purpose of God for his life. What God had said became what he wanted. Hello? What God had said became his, his will for his life. What God's will was revealed in here to Abraham, Abraham agreed to it completely. Completely. He didn't say like the rich young ruler, well, not, not, not that. Come on now. We got to agree completely. Amen. Completely. Abraham completely trusted God. He didn't question God. He accepted the words of God. He received them. He went to do them. Why, what, what, why are we going to be talking about Abraham? And why are we talking about it? He did, he did the purpose of God. Yeah, exactly. Amen. He fulfilled the purpose of God for his life because he had complete trust in the Lord. And everything God wanted for him, he just agreed to it. 
everything God wanted him to do. He agreed to it. See how important this is? To, to fulfill the plan of God for your life? To fulfill his purpose? Oh man, we got to have complete, complete trust. Complete trust in our God. That's going to take some faith. <laughs> oh man, you, you talk about complete trust. Peter, I still, and all the disciples, I still think about it every time I read it. I'm like, oh wow, that's just, come follow me. And they got up, left all, and followed him. That's, that's, some, that's a major trust. <laughs> oh man, you think, who are you? What? What? Follow you? Don't you see I got a business here? I'm, I'm a fisherman? What's wrong with you? What, what's wrong with you? I got a family. I got a business, right? That's a lot of, that's a lot of Christians excuses right there. Well, I got, I got a job. I got a family pastor. I don't have time for that. Come on. Jesus said, come follow me and go. And they left all and followed. That's some serious trust. That's going to take serious faith, which is trust. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's amazing. Complete trust. Hallelujah. What about Noah? Built the ark with, with no rain? Remember, it hadn't rained yet. Rain was because the firmament broke. That's why it rained for so long. 40 days and 40 nights. The firmament broke and there was a lot of rain. But Noah is told to build this huge, as you know, now they built a replica in Kentucky, right? Huge ship. Yeah. Over years and years. Complete trust. Now, you would think, you know, I'm sure, you, you, I'm sure he probably thought, am I wasting my whole life? <laughs> Building this thing? But he, rem he, he remained in complete trust. Come on now. Remember John the Baptist? He started doubting God, right? Remember that? He said when he was in prison, find out if he is the one, if Jesus is the one. Well, he had, to, he had just told everybody he is the one. Now he's saying, find out if he is the one. You see, a lot of times we're going down the road with God, doubt can creep in. Doubt, I believe doubt creeped in on John the Baptist. And he said, is he the one that is to come? Doubt creeped in. Well, what do you got to do? You got you to get rid of that doubt. Amen. You got to cast that doubt aside because why? If you're doubting, you're not in complete trust. And you're not going to fulfill what God wants you to fulfill. Noah is not going to fulfill what God wants him to do if he doesn't maintain complete trust. And so if the doubts did come to him, what am I doing? What's he got to do? And he probably did. I'm doing the Lord's will and I'm going to keep doing it. Amen. Amen. And uh, oh, come on. I don't doubt there were some naysayers that came along. Oh, yeah, exactly. What are you doing? No, why are you wasting your life building this boat? They found out why, didn't they? Yeah. They found out seriously. They really found out why. 
But when the naysayers come in, you just say, ah, ah, I got complete trust in my God. Amen. I don't trust you. I trust him. Amen. <laughs> I have complete trust in his word. I have complete trust in everything he said. And I'll just keep going with him. Thank you. Amen. And I'll get to the right place. I'll find the purpose of God for my life. Well, Noah had a purpose, didn't he? He saved the whole, he saved the whole human race. That's a purpose. The purpose of his life, come on, to save the whole human race? Whoo. Well, he definitely had to have complete trust to get that done. Because you don't waste your whole life building a boat for no reason. <laughs> come on now. Real faith, come on, real trust, real complete trust. Well, if we have complete trust, we're going to have, we're going to have action. We're going to be people of action. Hello? There's going to be movement. If we really, truly want God's goals for our life, we're going to be doing what he said. Which means we trust him. We trust him. I find very few people trust God completely. It, come on. If you want to be in the Christian seals, right? We haven't talked about Christian seals in a long time. If you want to be in the elite group, Come on, you want to be in an elite group? People like to be parts of elite, elite group. Wow, I'm in that group. Wow, it's a special group. You want to be part of an elite group? Trust him completely. Amen. Then you'll be in a group like Noah. You'll be in a group like Abraham. Yeah. <laughs> That's a pretty good group. <laughs> I want to be in that group. Amen. You know? <laughs> in school, you got to have a group, right? Pick your group. Oh, I don't want that guy. Ooh. Oh, I don't. Oh, where's the smart guy? Where is he? Where is the smart guy? Ah, you are my, you're my group. You're my group. You're my group. And people are begging for the smart guy, right? Get, get him. He's in my, no, he's in my group. He's in my group. <laughs> Come on. I want to be in, in the group with these guys. Yeah. I want to be in a group. Come on. Where people say you completely trusted God. You want to hear that? You want to hear the well done? That's going to take complete trust. Hello? That is going to take complete trust to hear the well done. People think it's easy. It's not easy. I still think most Christians think they're going to hear well done. Why? Well, I called on Jesus. Now I get it well done. No, you got to trust God completely. Come on. You got to trust him entirely with your whole entire being. You got to trust him with everything you are. Hello? Everything. You got to give him everything. You want to find your name in the book of Acts? I say, I say it all the time. I think the book of Acts is still being written. And I believe we're going to get to read and, and hear about all the acts for Jesus throughout the centuries. Amen. Not just to Acts, was it 28, where it ends? We're going to get to see acts and more acts and more acts and more acts, action, action, action. Yeah. That's what it is, action. Those who completely trust God have action. Yeah. That's why it's the book of Acts. <laughs> There's action, right? 
hill. Come on. If we completely trust God, we are going to have some action for him. Why? Well, he's going he's gonna, to he's gonna tell us what to do. And if there's doing, there's action. Come on. You want to be in that group? You want to be in the book of Acts? Yes. What do you have to do? You're going to have to completely trust him. <laughs> You're going to have to completely, completely trust God. To fulfill what his purpose is. Why? Well, it goes back to what I'm saying in the, in, in the morning. The flesh. The flesh is going to keep trying to rise up and take over. And the flesh wants you to serve it, right? Instead of serve him. The flesh is crying all the time. Serve me. Serve me. Serve me. And God's saying, serve me. Serve me. Serve me. And the flesh says, no, serve me. <laughs> Come on. To get his purpose, to get his plan, to find out our function, to walk in our function, to, to walk in our intention. Come on. We got to have that complete trust of him. We got to have complete trust. We can't trust some of his word. Hello? We got to trust all of it. Like we said, God's will is his word. He only wants the best for us. He does. Amen. Amen. He's not lying to us. All right, boy, I tell you, I think a lot of Christians think God lies. That's not good. <laughs> no. Well, God said it. And for some reason, many won't do it. Come on. God said it. Now, what do we do? We have complete trust in it and we do it. God's not trying to trick us. He's not trying to, to pull one over on us. He's trying to get us blessed. Amen. <laughs> He's trying to get us to the perfect place for us. Amen. God has a perfect place for us. Yes, he, does. he has a perfect plan for us. He has the best plan. He is the best blueprint. Amen. And so many times people say, well, but I don't like that. Well, then you, you aren't going to get to God's purpose for your life. Yeah. You're not going to end up where you're supposed to end up. You're not going to get to the right goal. Come on. Because there's not complete trust. Come on. There's a lot of action as a Christian. Should be a lot of action, right? <laughs> A lot of action. You know, I look back at my life and I, my Christian life, I don't look before Christ because that's not good. BC, not good. But I think about all the steps and I can't, I, I, you know, only God knows all the steps. But I, you know, I, I think, well, I, I, all the study in the Bible I did and still do to get to his perfect plan, to get to his purpose for my life. Hello? There's a lot of action to take. Come on now. All the prayers that have taken place. All the serving that has taken place. Hello? What? God's trying to get us to the right place. 
So we do what he said. All the giving of thanks. Well, you know, God said to give thanks. God said to lift our hands to him. God said to offer a sacrifice of praise to him. Hello. Why are so many Christians against it? I don't know. But they don't want to get to the plan of God, is my understanding. Baptize, I was baptized in the Holy Spirit because God said to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Amen, that's right. And still, all the time, Christians say, well, I don't like it. I don't want it. It doesn't matter what you want. Amen. Amen. It doesn't matter a bit what you want. God said, Jesus said, come on, you're going to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. That's right. He said, you're supposed to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. And so we go, okay. We don't say, I don't like it. I saw someone pray in tongues and I just didn't like it. Huh? Huh? What is wrong? Obviously, you don't want the plan of God. You don't really want the purpose of God for your life. And so stop being a pretender. Hello? I served and I served and I served and I served. Why? God said to. Yeah. Amen. Vacuum the carpets. Okay. Lead the prayer altar call ministry. Lead the junior high youth. Whoo, I tell you, I, I did some stuff I did not want to do. I said I did not want to do. But I did it. Why? Because I'm going to do the plan of God. I'm going to fulfill the plan of God. I'm going to get to the purpose of God. And along the way, I know I'm going to have to serve. That's right. If I'm not a servant in the kingdom, forget it. Huh? You can't even serve in the kingdom? And you, you want the plan of God? Don't lie to me. Come on. Ridiculous. I gave because God said to give. You're like, well, I don't like that giving stuff. Well, then you don't like the Bible. You don't like the word. You don't like God's word. You don't want God's plan. Stop lying to me. You really don't want it. People that really want it do anything he said. And they go all out in it. Hello. All the times I forgave. Why? Because God said to. When I just, I don't think I can forgive them. They really hurt me. Huh? What? Come on. I, I had, a, I had a, a retired pastor tell me that once. And he's like, oh, I just, I don't know if I can forgive them. They hurt me so bad. Hello, you don't really don't want the plan of God. If you want the plan of God, you do what he said. Amen. You have action. You're going toward his goal. 
These are all in his goal. These are all in the right goal. These are all going to the right goal. <laughs> you could paint that on the goal. Paint all these things on the goal along with a lot of other things, right? Yeah. I love because God said to love, love, yeah. right? God said, don't take vengeance. That's mine. Vengeance is mine, says the Lord. You love. God will have vengeance when he has vengeance and it'll be done. That's not our job. That's his job. And the people that have rejected him and caused all kinds of evil and chaos be in the lake of fire forever. That's not our job. Our job is to love. And we keep loving. Why? Because we got the love of God shed and brought in our heart by the Holy Spirit and we're supposed to use it. And love people when they don't deserve love. Hello? What did Paul say? You know, you owe no man anything except to love him. You love him. If you love him, you serve, you help, you bless. Hello. Amen. Glory. All these things and many more. We could list many, many, many more things. They're in the plan of God. They're in the purpose of God for us. They're written. Like I said, we're going to find out God's purpose right here. Predominantly, we're going to find it right here. And when we find his purpose for us, we immediately agree with it. Like, like being baptized in the Holy Spirit, like praying in tongues. You find out that's God's purpose for you. It's plan. It's God's purpose for every Christian book of Acts. Every Christian was filled with the Holy Spirit's book of tongues. It's all over the book of Acts, everybody. And then we get today and people say, well, that's weird. You're like, no, that's the Bible. Come on. So you face that, you come up to that, and you say, as I did, what? What is this? Baptized in the Spirit? I'll take it. Thank you. Tell me about it. Let's do it. You find someone like that, you find someone who wants the plan of God. Wants the purpose of God. Wants to go all in for God. Wants to trust God completely. Right? Those who trust God completely have no problem doing any of this. No problem at all. <laughs> I mean, no problem. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't think I could remember all the people who said I can't forgive them. In church, I'm talking about people in church. I, I can't forgive them. I'm like, huh? That's not complete trust in God's word. That's not complete trust in God. Because God said, you forgive him and he'll take care of the rest. So our job in the purpose of God and the plan of God, completely trusting his word is to forgive. And if we don't do that, then we really don't want God's purpose. We don't want his plan. We're just pretenders. Hello. All right. One final thought, I think. Then we'll see. Then we'll go from there. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Remember Mary? You ever heard of her? <laughs> Please, no. No, not that song. No. Don't get in my head. <laughs> it's too catchy. I don't. Ah, ah, stop, stop. She said, she said, what'd she say? Be it unto me according to your word. Complete trust 
in the words of God. Complete trust. She completely trusted God's plan for her life. She didn't fight against her function. You're going to bear a child. And you're a virgin and you're going to have a baby boy. Let's have a, let's have a little discussion about this, God. <laughs> let's have a discussion. No, there was no discussion. It was okay. Amen. Complete trust. Right. Be it unto me according to your word. That's complete trust. So what happened? Mary fulfilled God's plan. God's purpose. Hello? Because why? Because she completely trusted. So she fulfilled God's purpose for her life. Noah fulfilled his purpose for his life. Abraham fulfilled his purpose for his life. Paul fulfilled his purpose for his life because they had complete trust in him. And no one's going to get there without that. Because I guarantee you along your pathway, there'll be many opportunities to not trust and quit, back down, take a different road. <laughs> Hello? Try and find a different way. God says, I need you to do this. You're like, hmm, I just don't like that. Let me find, let me find, what do they call that? Uh, a back way, a back road. Let me find a way out of that. Let me find another way. God says, I didn't ask you to find another way. I told you exactly what to do. Amen. Well, I'm going to find a different route. <laughs> God has the plan all drawn up. God has the road all mapped out. And he, he, he's telling you the directions to go down the road. And he, God's telling you, right? God's telling you the directions to take on the road. Take a left here. Take a right here. Take a right there. Take, take a left by that tree. Take a left by that building. Right? You know, some people do that. Right? They give you, they give you directions by trees. Yeah. <laughs> and there's that big tree, you know, that big oak tree. Take a left there. <laughs> God's given us the direction down the path of our life. He's setting the course for us. He's telling us the, the plans. Uh, uh, he's showing us the plans for us and he's telling us how to get there. Amen. Amen. If God showed me I was going to be in ministry at 19, I didn't go to ministry until 22, 22 years later full-time ministry. So God, God shows us the plan and then he's going to have the road to take. Oh, I don't, I don't think I was on the right path. God, that's not the right pathway to take to go to the right destination. <laughs> that's not the right path. That's not the right road. Well, if I had said that, I wouldn't be here. Hello? Hello? Anybody there? Is my mic on? <laughs> if I... <laughs> Come on. If we don't completely trust the route of God, then we don't get there. Yeah. I say it all the time, but it's so true, and I'm so blessed, and I'm so... Oh, I live in a miracle of God every day of my life. 
God kept directing. 7-Eleven for 12 years. Lord, what are you doing to me? How could this be part of your plan for my life? This can't be part of your plan for my life. It was. I learned so much that I use all the time. I went to Iowa. I tell Sarah all the time. Oh, yeah. I know that because of Iowa. I know that because of Iowa. God put it all together. And God directed the pathway to get to his purpose. To his intention for me. To his function for me. Hello? If I reject his path, I don't get there. Yeah. If I don't completely trust his voice, when he said, go to Iowa, right? I said, should we go? Go. If I don't completely trust his voice, I don't get to where I'm supposed to go. And a lot of people don't understand that, but it's right there. The rich young ruler shows us. A lot of people think, I can take a different route. I'll get there somehow. There'll be another way. Well, I believe God definitely gives second chances, but we can't know when that, if that second chance is still available. Yeah, that's true. Hello? The rich young ruler, we have no indication there was a second chance. One chance to follow God and trust him completely. I believe for many people, it is one chance. And they come up face to face with God. They come up face to face in whatever situation it is, whether it's a Christian or a non-believer, right? Non-believer could face God for the first time and reject, and it could be the only chance. One chance to receive the Lord Jesus Christ. A Christian, a Christian, if they if they really want the plan of God, they could come up and face what God says to do and reject it. And then miss the whole plan of God for them, for their life. That's sad. That's very sad. But I want to be in the camp with Abraham. Come on. I want to be in the Noah camp. I want to be in the Mary camp. I want to be in their camp. I want to stay in that camp. People, come on, people who say, be it unto me according to your word. I want your word. I receive your word. And I completely trust everything you have to say, Father. I trust you completely. Because I know whatever direction you give me, it is right. And it is perfect. And it will get me to where I am supposed to be. It'll get me to my purpose for my life. It'll get me to the well done. It'll get me to where I'm supposed to be on this earth. And it'll get me to where I'm supposed to be forever. And that's only going to come through complete trust in his word, in his voice. Come on. Anything he has to say to us. I got to go to my bridge story. You know my story. 
Indiana Jones and the Holy Grail. And he's going to find the Holy Grail. And he has to step on the invisible bridge, which was in his book. That's a big part of it, right? He's looking at the book, and the book says, take a step now into a cavern to his death. But he's looking at the book, right? And the book says, do it. Boy, he had complete trust in that book. We should have complete trust in this book. We should not question God. We should not balk at God. Hello? We should not go against God and say, well, I just can't trust you that far. Come on. No, we should step out on the invisible bridge and God will be there. God will be there. If we're stepping on his word, God will be there. Peter stepped on water because God said, go, come, right? He stood on the word of God. That's complete trust. Can you imagine stepping on the water in a storm? Yeah. I can imagine Peter, got to have a smile on his face when he took his step out of that boat, right? If that's you, Lord, bid me to come, come. Come on, until he looked at the storm, which is not complete trust. He had complete trust for a season. See, we don't want to, we don't, we don't want to be seasonal Christians, amen? I don't want to be a seasonal Christian. Well, you get a lot of seasonal Christians. We call them the CNEs, no. Christmas and Easter Christians. Seasonal Christians. They got, they got trust for a little bit. And you see, you see some trust. You see that they're actually trusting the Lord. They're trusting his word. They're taking some steps of faith. Come on. They're doing some things that God said to do. And you're like, oh, wow. Come on. They're getting it. They're getting it. They're getting it. And then you find out they didn't get it. And they were just seasonal. And that goes back to the parable of the sower, right? The word came in, it started to sprout, and the cares of life, the deceitfulness of riches came along, and it all went away. They were just seasonal. And they're gone. But I don't want to be in that camp. Come on. I want to be in the camp that is recorded forever. Amen. The camp we just talked about. Yes. The yes. camp that completely trusted God. The camp that, that took the step out on the invisible bridge and God caught them and they walked on the water and they walked where they're supposed to go and they did what they're supposed to do. And man, they just kept completely trusting in him. They kept completely trusting in God. And so they got to the end of their race and they finished the course of God for their lives and they hit the right goal. Hallelujah. They put the ball in the right goal. Amen. And God says, well done. 
Well done. Because you kicked the ball and you scored for God. Amen. Come on. Did Abraham score? Yeah. Oh, he scored big time. Come on. We, 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 we exalt all these sports players. Come on. Exalt these guys yeah, who did something for the Lord, who scored for God. Amen. These guys scored for God. Mary scored for God. Yeah, Noah scored for God. Paul scored for God. Peter scored for God. Oh, come on. That's the camp we want to be in. We want to score for God. And that's not going to happen without complete trust. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Who? Who? Well, we had some <laughs> this morning. Who? Who? Count it all joy. Count it all joy. When you fall <laughs> into various trials. Count it all joy. Well, if you're completely trusting in him, you can. Amen. Because you're counting it all joy and you have faith and you have got patience. And you know he's coming through. You know, you know, come on, you know that 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 he's coming through. Yes. Praise God. That's faith. Noah doesn't spend a hundred years building a boat unless he knows that 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 God is coming through. Abraham doesn't go up with a knife to kill his son unless he knows that 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 he knows God is coming through. Come on. That's complete trust. Amen. Hallelujah. I tell you what, may it be said of each one of us. Come on, each one of us. When, when, they're, when they're standing at your funeral, assuming Jesus tarries his coming, and we, we actually die a natural death, may it be said of us by whoever's at our, at our, at our funeral, at our celebration of life, they say, I tell you one thing. I'll tell you one thing I know. I'll tell you one thing I know about them. They trusted God. Amen. Completely. Wouldn't that be something? That's a good thing to have said about you. When they're looking at your body in a casket. And they say, if there's one thing I know about that guy, he trusted God completely. That's the right goal. If we're, if, we're not, if we're not headed to that goal, we, we head to the wrong goal. Hello? Did you catch that? Remember we talked about our dash this morning, remember? If our dash on our gravestone, again, assuming Terry, Jerry, Terry, Jesus Terry's coming, if our dash on our gravestone is not filled with complete trust to God, we've missed it. It needs to be filled, our dash needs to be filled with complete trust. Every day, every hour, every minute. Amen. Come on. Knowing, knowing our God will come through. Knowing our God is faithful. Knowing our God's word and resting on it and standing on it and trusting in it and doing it. Amen. 
and resting on it and trusting in it and doing it and resting on it and trusting it and doing it and standing on it again and standing on his word again and standing on his word again and standing on his word again and trusting his word again throughout our whole entire life. If our life isn't filled with that, we've missed it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh man, I tell you, there's a lot in there. There's a lot in there. But that, that is an ingredient we need to fulfill his purpose. Oh man, that's big. That is big. That is big, big. And we talked about some of the biggest stories in the whole entire word of God tonight. Abraham, Noah, Mary. And we saw one thing, one major thing in all of their lives, complete trust. Complete trust. No backing down. No 99 percenters. 99 percenters don't make that group. Come on. They don't make that group. You don't make Abraham's group. Abraham says, you, you 100%, you're 99%. You know, you're picking the group in school again. Abraham, Abraham, looking at you, are you 100% in or you're 99%? I'm 99% in. You're not in my group. Hello? We learned that again from the rich young ruler. 99 ain't going to cut it. Oh, glory. But the good news is, come on, anybody, anywhere on this planet, come on, anybody, you, me, anybody on this peninsula, anybody in Washington, anybody in America, anybody in the world can right now put complete trust in him. Amen. Come on. They can repent of their wicked ways, repent of the wrong thinking, repent of not obeying, repent of not having complete trust in God and, and get on board and get on the right boat. The boat that leads to the plan of God. Anybody, anywhere can do it. Right now, if you're alive online, you can do it. You can get on the right boat right now. You don't have to wait. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Whoo! Come on. It's okay to shout. It's okay. It's okay. Amen. You know, there's still Christians. Man, they come to church. They get so religious. Like, what? What's going on? What's happening? Why are you getting religious? Well, I'm in church. Well, yeah, we don't smile in church. We don't smile in church. Come on. Church. We should be full of joy in church. Yeah, amen. We come together with the body to praise God. Amen. And shout and jump and, yeah. and, and, and give glory unto our Father. Come on. Woo. Why are we so religious? People are trained in religion. It's sick. You know, I think I told you, but I had a guy in Bible school. He was like a... I mean, I was young in Bible school, right? I'm, I'm young. I'm like 20. And, and this guy was like, I guess 60. And he said to me once in the hallway between classes or whatever, he said, you know, 
I was trained in religion. And you don't have that background. You are so blessed. Because I have to overcome my religion all the time. I'd never thought about something like that. That was like shocker. That's why I remember. Shocker. Wow. He had to overcome his religion to serve God. Because religion is bondage. Religion is go to church and don't smile and don't shout and don't raise your hand. Come on now. It's not life-giving. It's life-sucking. Real Christianity, come on. Oh, man, we get blessed. Amen. <laughs> oh, this morning I was just drunk in the spirit. Amen. I was up here drunk. We get blessed in real Christianity. We get the spirit of God. Amen. We get the blessing of God. We get God's presence showing up. Woo! We worship God and he shows up Hallelujah. with his presence. And his spirit and his power and his might and his strength. Amen. And we go, woo! <laughs> yeah. And religious people go, what are they doing? This is church. <laughs> Hello? Hello? Is my mic on? Actually, yeah. <laughs> it sounded like it died. I thought my batteries died. Come on! <sighs> See, Saints, I, 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 I truly believe God has so much more for this body. Yeah. Amen. But I'll tell you what, we actually have to do what he said. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. We, 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 can't, we can't just play religion. We actually do it, and of course, from our hearts. Amen? Amen? We lift our hands unto God. We shout unto God. I mean, you say shout unto God and people go, still go. Close their mouth rather than open it. You're like, what's so wrong with shouting to God? Shout unto God with a voice of triumph. That's a song. It's a verse. Anybody know that song? You know, you know the song? Sing it for us. <laughs> no, no. Oh, Sarah, you know it? Huh? Oh, I don't, okay. It's, it's, it's not registering yet. It might register a little bit later. You know, sometimes the little old songs hit me and then I, I can't pull it out. I can't pull out the melody. Shout unto God, the voice. You know it? You got more? You got more? <laughs> I don't got more. It's okay to shout unto God. It's okay to dance before God. Amen. It's okay. It's okay. When are we going to get past it? Amen. <sighs> Come on. Amen. We got to go all in. Amen. We got to trust Him completely. We got to be 100% in. We got to get over religious junk and do the will of our Father. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. 
glory. Thank you, Father. See, we got to be pruned of the junk. Got to be pruned of the religion. This guy I was talking to in Bible school, he, he had to get pruned of all that religion. Well, if we got religion, we need to get pruned of it. Because when you have a relationship with God, you can get excited about it. You can smile, you can shout, you can laugh in church. You know, people still go, oh, what's all that laughing about in church? Uh, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, it says God sits in the heavens and laughs. It's in the song. God sits in heaven and laughs. He, he just what we did this morning. We were laughing at the devil, remember? He laughs at the, he laughs at the plans of the enemy. He laughs. <laughs> He's got a knee slapper going all the time. Because the devil's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take him out. I'm going to kill him. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to destroy. I'm going to destroy the plan of God. And God's like, <laughs> we give the devil so much power. He's a fallen angel. Yeah, he's a spiritual being. He certainly got, he's basically just a trickster, right? God is all powerful. God is omnipotent, omniscient. The devil knows, knows what he knows. He knows how to trick people, that's for sure. But he's not even close to our God. That's why God can just laugh. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> you want to get free? Come on. I think that's it. I think that's it. See, we got to just get free. Free of the religious junk. Just get free all that junk. Get rid of it. Get rid of all that religious junk and just be free. Amen. Free to serve God. You, free to love on God. Amen. Free to love on people. Amen. Free to rejoice in the Lord. Yes, free to serve the Lord. Free to dance for the Lord. Hallelujah. Free to run for the Lord. Thank you, Thank you, <laughs> oh my, I have seen some things. I've been in services that you, you would be surprised some of the services I've been in. Down south in Tulsa. Down in a conference of a bunch of spirit-filled on fire believers. And the place erupts into praise and dance and shouting and laughing and falling and shouting and dancing and laughing and falling and dancing and laughing and falling. They've seen, they've seen some of that. I've, I've been, I, I believe I was in, I've been in some of the best means that ever existed on earth. I'm serious. Well, 
See, we got to want it. Why did that happen there? Because people wanted. That's true. Yeah, amen. And they yielded to the Spirit. Mm-hmm. Yield yourself to the Holy Spirit. Yield yourself to the unction of God. Amen. Come on, Brother Keith. Go on and yield yourself to the Holy Spirit. Let him be your guide. What would happen? What would happen? Come on. If everybody came to church ready to be led by the Holy Spirit. That could be wild. And that could be on fire. And that could be life changing. Come on up. We're supposed to be like that. Amen. Amen. Remember, it says, says to come, each one, each one of you come with a psalm, a hymn, a spiritual song. Each one come with a revelation, a teaching. Each one, each one. Hello. What does that mean? We have been talking to God. We have been fellowshipping with God. We have something from the Lord to give. And it'll be fire if it's from him. Right. Amen. <laughs> It'll be fire if it's from him. Amen. If it's just flesh, it's just flesh. But if it's him, fire. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory. You know what the uh, the Azusa Street revival? I'm just I'm just preaching, though, but it's all right. I was done 15 minutes ago. <laughs> Down at the Azusa Street Revival. Remember that? Come on, yeah. Azusa Street. They, 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 were, they, were, they were falling on the floor and rolling under the pews. Swinging from the chandeliers. People getting healed all over the place. Power of God flowing. Tongues erupting everywhere. We still talk about it today. Why? Because when people got together and actually got on fire for God. It's, it's, so, it's so seldom that we talk about it still today. It's so seldom that we still, we talk about it. Come on. It shouldn't be seldom. It shouldn't be seldom. It should be every church service on, in every church in America and the world. Fire. Did you get into a church down there in Brazil? You did? You got to it? No. Did you get to a church? Oh, because I have seen some stuff out of Brazil. Church. Fire. Fire. Come on. How, how, how we get the fire? We want it. Come on. That's why I've been saying. I said a lot this morning. God wants to do much more. But we got to be wholly his. Fully. Completely. His. All the way. Because you're not going to dance for him if you're not completely his. 
You're not going to shout for him, to him or for him <laughs> if you're not completely his. Come on up. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on, let's just give him some praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to your name. Glory to our God forever. Glory to our King. Praises to our God. Praises to our King. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God forever. Holy are you. Worthy are you. Worthy are you, Father. Worthy are you, Jesus. Glory to your name. Glory to your name forever. Praises unto our King. Praises unto our Lord. Woo! Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Come on. Come on, lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Obey the word. Do the word. Come on. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Sacrifice of praise. You don't feel like it? Too bad. Do it in here. Tell your flesh to shut up. <laughs> flesh, shut up. I'm going to praise God right now. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God forevermore. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Glory to your name. Glory to our God. Praises belong to you forever. Worthy are you of all praise and glory and honor Jesus. and power. Thank you, Jesus. Worthy are you. you. Worthy are you to be praised. Worthy is our God to be praised forevermore. Wonderful, majestic, awesome King, Jesus. We love you. I love you, Jesus. I love you, my Lord Jesus. I praise you. I thank you. I worship you. I adore you. I love you, my Jesus. I love you, my Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Whoo! Come on, just pray in the spirit. Yesu taramalokote, malikite nuso, yesu polonisha, ha ha ha, suranashe tikiti, ha ha, sotoro boho kute, me sotoraneshe, yesu talabate, mi sotondoro kote, mamando sota de badoso kote nishe, yesu tando, mandoroshe, kete bato, si te reshi, e ha ha, surabakete te te hosoko tene, Ye bonoso le to saniche ke la basso tote. O sineto la basse le deshi ke tendo lo satan de debo dosi kete. Mole deshi katere manana neshi kiti. 
le badona nesce, le badona nesce, e siccato le mandoso. Ye sonote, mondo lo so, he he he, sola bacatene, i sanene mocote, ye sinine nel cote massate, i sata la bato siccite, la bato se ti desce che te, batto te, e sotona mate, le cuta mandese, ye sono le bate, monda liki desce, ye sanane bocodo manasatete. Oh, sinena, mocotondo, secanende, acanese, catanene, cosanete, or sinde, or amande desce, e caramanoso, o nisete, malasate, yes, nor lebate, oh, oh, sinanto, cotona mate, oh, sinata aleto, sunana masse, ti quitanano dos, bandi dichi, yes, andate, sonor basso cote. Yedo donda bate desce, lassi pacotonde desci. Issa tale monda lassa che te mandosce che tete. O sinaki ni manosa tete. I carama nosso toto. O ha 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 Thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Whoo! The Spirit, the Spirit wants to lead. The Spirit wants to guide. The Spirit wants His way. And the Spirit is asking us to follow Him to follow the voice of the Spirit, to follow what He wants to do, to follow our Father all the way to the end, to follow His purpose, to follow His plan, and stop worrying about our plan and start doing His plan. For the Spirit is willing and the Spirit is ready to lead and to guide those who want to go down that path. The Spirit is willing and ready and He wants to guide us. He wants to lead us but he needs the willing heart. He needs the willing heart. He needs the trusting heart that will step out on that bridge, that will step out by faith, that will step out on the water and do the will of the Father. He is waiting and he is ready for anybody who will do it and will take the step of faith and will completely trust in their God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Praises unto God. Praises unto our God. Praises unto Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Woo. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.
Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Hmm. God's calling us. He's calling us higher. But we, we, we have to listen. We have to trust. We have to obey. If we're going to get there. We can't get to the destination he's called us to if we won't take the path he wants us to take. That doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense at all. But God will make sense. When he directs and he guides, if we follow it, we get there. And we get, we get to that destination. We get to that place where miracles are happening and popping all over the place. We'll get there if we'll obey. If we'll follow. If we'll be led. The sons of God are led by the Spirit of God. Come on, God is calling us to be led into his perfect will. Into his perfect plan, into his purpose. Oh boy, that's the place to be. That's the place to be. That's the place to be. That's the place I want to be. Right smack dab in the middle of it. Hallelujah. Whoo. Thank you, Father. Complete trust. Complete trust. Hallelujah. <laughs> Whoo, he's so good. He's so good. He's so good. Just go ahead and trust him. Just go ahead and trust him. His plan is good. His plan is perfect. His ways are perfect. Thank you, Father. Ooh, glory. Who? <laughs> thank you, Father. See, we got it. We got to learn how to follow that guiding and that leading. And end up where he wants us at the end of even church service. And that has been a major goal of this church 
is to follow the guide of the Spirit and not follow the clock on the wall, but be led by the Spirit and actually accomplish something for God. Hallelujah. And I believe as we get closer and closer to the end, it's very, very, very necessary. Very, very necessary that we follow the Spirit and actually be led by the Spirit and not play church and not play Christianity, but be led. I know I heard stories out of China years ago and they said, we have to be led by the Spirit or we're dead. They said, you in America, you got it easy. So you don't understand being led by God. We need to understand it better, a lot better. Amen? Because we're getting into the times, we, we better be know how to be led. And if we're going to actually accomplish something for God, we're going to have to be led. Hallelujah. Praise God. You get something tonight? I was done a half hour ago. But see, that's where being led by the Spirit is necessary. This morning, I was done way before we ended. Know what I mean? Because we want to be led to get to the right end. <laughs> to get to the right ending. Not the clock ending. The ending that God says is the ending. And if God says you're not done yet, you're not done. And if God says you are done, you are done. Like the day he stopped me in the middle of the message. You're done. Come on. You see, that that's how real God is. People have said, you mean you actually hear God? Yeah, Christians are supposed to hear God. <laughs> Amen? We're supposed to hear God. And we better hear God. We better hear Him. What did Jesus say? My sheep know my voice. We better know His voice. And get trained in His voice very well. Come on, I want to be trained to hear his voice. Amen. When he said, when he says, take a left, we hear it. When he says, take a right, we hear it. Amen. We don't have all the junk in the way, blocking it out. Hello? Because we've, we've fed on movies and television and blah, 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 on and on, right? Filled up, 
someone was just saying, someone was about music. They're saying, can't remember who it was, but they were saying, yeah, I was listening to that music and I kept singing that music all week. It wasn't good music, right? Secular stuff. Well, if you feed on it, that's what's going to come out. And it's going to block the voice of God. And God will speak and you'll be singing that junk. And so we didn't hear what God wanted. We heard the junk. Won't it be great in heaven? We don't have to hear any junk. You go into Sid, you're like, I got to listen to this junk. I don't want to listen to this junk. But I got to buy me some ice cream. That was good. <laughs> Come on. That's why you better pray in the spirit. Because what do you do? You build yourself up on your most holy faith, praying in the spirit. You'll hear better and better. Keep praying in the spirit. If you're not filled, if you're not baptized in the spirit, you don't pray in tongues yet. What are you waiting on? Yeah, amen. Get, get it, get it on, get it going now. Amen. Right now. I mean, just get it going. And if you don't know anything about it, come talk to me. Mm -hmm. Amen. Get online. I got, a, I got a message online called Receive the Holy Spirit on, on our YouTube channel. Just look it up. Man, I've had people, so many people of yours, I want that. I want, I want that. And I say, well, listen to this message online. Then next week I say, did you listen to the message about receiving the Holy Spirit? Well, no. Next week, did you listen to the message about receiving the Holy Spirit? Not yet. Next week, did you listen to the message about receiving the Holy Spirit? I, I'm getting it. I'm getting to it. I had a lot of I had a lot of good messages I listened this week, but I didn't get to that one. You told me you wanted to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. And you're not willing to listen to 40 minutes on a teaching of how to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. That goes right back to where we started. You're just a pretender. You don't want the plan of God. Hello. I want it all. You want it all? Yes. You all in? Yes. Are you a 99 percenter? No. <laughs> Thank you. That's right. No. You 100 percenters in here? Yes. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we love you. We thank you for your word. We thank you for, uh, word, I thank you for words tonight. I thank you directed us and lead, led us in the right direction and got us to where we're supposed to be tonight. And Father, we received from you tonight. We received from heaven tonight. We don't take that lightly. We take that seriously. And we're going to be doers of it. We didn't come to just hear something and have our ears itched. We came to be doers. Because we're 100 percenters. And we're all in for you. And we trust you completely. With all of our hearts. So Father, we thank you. We thank you that you called us into the family. We thank you for your words tonight. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We can repent where we need to repent. And we can get things right now before we leave this place and get your plan done.
Thank you for the opportunity to repent tonight and to make the changes we need to make right now even. So Father, we're going to do it. We're going to finish our course. We're going to run our race. We're going to reach the right goal because we're going to do what you said to do. Hallelujah. And Father, we turn back as we always do and we give you all the praise, all the glory, all the honor, all the power belongs to our God forever. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And the church said, Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening. Please be sure to like this podcast and subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can find our website at packbible.org. That's P-A-C-B-I-B-L-E dot org. We hope you join us again next week.